0: What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Confused World. This is your host, Matt. As always, everyone, subscribe, follow, and give us a five-star rating if you like the contents of this podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter for Everything Confused World. This last couple weekends have been kind of rough. Weekend before last, we lost the legendary Bob Barker. This last weekend, we lost two legendary people. Uh, Jimmy Buffett and Scott Harwell or Steve Harwell excuse me and if you don't know who Steve Harwell is you will once we get to his article but first we're going to start out with the ABC News article um, that was released August 26th legendary TV star Bob Barker who hosted the famed game show quote the price is right end quote for 35 years has died he was 99 Barker died in his home on Saturday morning. His longtime publicist, Roger Neal, told ABC News he was a few months shy of his 100th birthday. Quoting, he had a wonderful life, end quote, Neal said. Born in 1923, Barker was raised in South Dakota and Missouri, among other places, before eventually enlisting in the United States Navy during World War II. He never saw action, and after returning home to attend college at Drury University, he got his start in radio. His big break came when game show creator Ralph Edwards heard him on the air and reached out about hosting quote, truth or consequence, end quote, in the mid-1950s. Barker said Edwards had hosted the show himself on radio, and this was one of the TV iterations, quoting, I've always admired Ralph Edwards' work, he did Truth or Consequence beautifully. He also did This Is Your Life, end quote, Barker said in an Emmy TV Legends interview in 2008, quoting, He is the most remarkable man, end quote. On the Wacky Show, con- contestants were tasked with answering questions and performing stunts for prizes. Barker's stint on Truth or Consequence lasted almost 20 years. Barker said that to get a call from the iconic Edwards, quote, was just the most exciting thing to happen to me, end quote. Then in September 1972, Barker began a job that would end up being the work he was most known for, The Price is Right. On this program, Barker would give the audience a chance to guess prices on everyday household items from couches to cars. Getting close to the actual price was the name of the game. Quoting... I was 48 and didn't have any thoughts about the rest of my life. It was just another show I thought I would have fun with and be well paid for. End quote. He had told Entertainment Weekly in 2007. Barker said that the secret to the longevity of the game show was simple. Quoting, Well, it is a powerful premise. When we bring something out for the contestants to bid on, at home they're thinking, Oh, that's too high. Or, Oh, that's too low. Or, Oh, that's a good bid, end quote, Barker had told ABC News in 2007, quoting, whatever they're thinking, they're being involved, end quote. With The prices Right, Barker got to put his experience talking with and interviewing everyday people to good use, which he said he got from his early days in radio, quoting, It's a lot more fun to do than a person might realize. Each audience has its own personality. It's like mining for gold. I'm looking for little gems with whom I can create spontaneous entertainment. It's great satisfaction, end quote. Barker added to EW, also quoting, I was right at home on The prices Right, the way I was on Truth or Consequence, end quote. Barker won 19 Daytime Emmy Awards, including 14 for Outstanding Game Show Host, as well as a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Daytime Emmys in 1995. One of Barker's most memorable memorable, additions to The Price is Right was his concern for the animals and animal rights. He began in the 1980s and lasted well into his retirement in 2007. Eventually... He ended every episode by saying, "Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered." End quote. In fact, the show got rid of fur coats as prizes because of Barker. Also, quoting, "I myself was not aware of the cruelty to animals in the production of fur until about 1981. I said to my producers that I was very much involved in the anti-fur campaign." And it's embarrassing to, to be on the stage giving away fur coats. And he said, I understand your position. They're gone. End quote. Bob uh, Barker told EW. Barker's longtime friend and co-ex- uh, co-executor of his estate, Nancy Burnett, said in a statement following his death that she is, quote, so proud of the trailblazing work Barker and I did together to expose the cruelty to animals in the entertainment industry and including working to improve the plight of abused and exploited animals in the United States and internationally. quote. Barker also stated, started a foundation which has contributed millions to various causes over the years. Quoting, I'm really not ready to say goodbye. I'm in no, excuse me, no I'm not, but I'm 83 and I think it's a good time to say goodbye because I want to leave them wanting more, end quote. Barker told ABC News Deborah Roberts in 2007. After leaving the show in the late 2000s, Barker returned in 2013 for a special tribute to, on his 90th birthday, new host Drew Carey invited the legend back for the show. He made famous. The audience, he also quoted, the audience gave me a standing ovation. I had a lump in my throat for the first moment I was on the show particularly. It was just a thrill, a pleasure. All the people on the show were so nice to me. Some of the people I had worked with, it was a joy to see them, end quote, he told the TV guide about being honored. Barker still had a classic sense of humor, When asked after all these years if he'd be a good contestant on the show, quoted I'd be terrible. I used to be interviewed and someone would would want to play a game and so they'd start to say a price or different products. I didn't know any of them, end quote, he had added. Barker had become such an institution by the 1990s and the 2000s that he regularly appeared as himself in popular shows such as The Nanny, Futurama, Family Guy, Yes, Dear, and How I Met Your Mother. He also memorably appeared as himself in the Adam Sandler film Happy Gilmore when he delivered some salty language and got into a fistfight with Adam Sandler's character at the pro-am golf event. Um, the one contestant for Barker with, uh, or constant for Barker from his early days on the radio to the Price is Right was his wife, Dorothy Jo Gideon, whom the host met in high school and married in 1945. Baker, Barker told ABC News in 2007 that it was Dorothy Jo who was the driving force behind his love for the audience participation, his trademark. She was also a force behind to help him fight the animals. Quoting, she was ahead of her time. She really was. She stopped wearing fur coats before anyone was stopping. She began a vegan or she became a vegan before people were becoming vegetarian, and I gradually did the same with her. End quote, he said. His wife died in nineteen eighty one of lung cancer. He never remarried. Quoting, I never had any inclination to remarry. She is my. She was my wife. End quote. He said. So there. That's my tribute for uh, for Bob Barker. Um, the man was absolutely phenomenal. Um, there was an interview with him that's uh, asked how he felt about working with Adam Sandler on the Happy Gilmore movie, and he said he was at, It was it, the thrill of his life. Other than The Price is Right, of course. He was so excited. So, And obviously, the man had a great sense of humor. But we're going to get into another article here real quick. Because um, we don't have too much time left. But we're going to get into this. This came out September 2nd off of Washington Post. Jimmy Buffett, the singer-songwriter and, quote, mayor of Margaritaville, end quote, the mythical paradise of tropical breezes, frozen cocktails, and laid-back escapism that inspired his greatest hit and, Frostly, a hugely successful branding and business empire, died September 1st in his home in Sag Harbor on New York's Long Island. He was 76. For the last four years, he had Markle Sell, um... Yeah, Markle cell um, an aggressive form of skin cancer, according to his official website. Mr. Buffett, a frustrated Nashville country artist, found his muse when he moved to Key West, Florida in spring of 1972, leaving behind a failed marriage and a stalled career. Surrounded by blue water, he donned Hawaiian t-shirts, cut-off shorts, and flip-flops, grabbed an old blender, and embraced the quirky beach community with his musical soul. Quoting, it was a scene, end quote, he had told Playboy magazine. Also quoting, everyone went out and applauded the sunset every night. Bales of marijuana washed up on the shores. There was great cheap Cuban restaurants. Key West seemed like the end. East Coast Division, a common reason people wind up there, especially writers, artists, musicians, and other interested uh, derelicts, drawn by the idea that Key West was the final stroke of a great comma in the map of North America, end quote, Suggesting uh, suggesting more to come, but maybe not, also the end quote. Over the next several years, he helped birth tropical rock, a blend of calypso rock, folk, country, and pop music and rode its vibe into a five-decade career that married his alluring music in, uh, with business uh, acumen. His commercial breakthrough was the 1977 sh- release Changes in La- Latitudes, Changes in Altitudes, which featured his only top ten hit, the mellow and wistful sing-along margaritaville he sold more than 20 million albums his popularity propelled by tunes including come monday havana daydreams and son of a son of a savior or a sailor excuse me an incurable storyteller who populated his songs with beach with tales of beach bums drug smugglers and pirates he also wrote best-selling books including the short story collection tales from the margaritaville The novel, Where is Joe Merchant? The memoir travel diary, A Pirate Looks at 50. Uh, Tabbed by Rolling Stones as uh, Rock's romantic uh, poet pirate, he became a a guru for Parrot Heads, the millions of fans who followed him and his band, the Coral Reefers, on an annual sold-out country or cross-country tours with his tan face receding blonde locks and ever-present smile jimmy buffett projected an exuberant but down-to-earth presence his followers uh, bedecked his feet feathered headdresses homemade uh, shark fin hat and grass skirts arrived early for concerts and tailgated with frozen margaritas and jerk chicken in the in the parking lot of concert venues, some brought giant sandboxes to simulate the beach and continued the boozy celebration after the concerts ended. Now I'm gonna put this more of this in the um, the show notes, of course, so that way you can read through them yourself. Because again, we're starting to run out of time a little bit here, but I want to get into the next article. Um. About Scott Harwell or Steve Harwell, excuse me. Steve Harwell, who founded the band Smash Mouth in 1994, has died at the age of 56. Band manager Robert Hayes confirmed the musician, best known for his hits like All Star and I'm a Believer, died in his home in Boise, Idaho, surrounded by friends and family. Harwell had been in hospice care following medical complications. The cause of death was liver failure, Hayes told Rolling Stones. Hayes said Harwell passed away peacefully and comfortably. In a statement to Rolling Stones, he offered the lengthy tribute to the artist, who was a staple of of 90s rock music and saw success with multiple albums and singles, selling more than 10 million albums with his band worldwide. Quoting, Steve has been retired from Smash Mouth for two years now, and the band continues to tour with new vocalist Zach uh, Goody, or Good, excuse me, Hayes told, uh, or Hayes said, that Steve's, that Steve, or that said, Steve's legacy will live on through the music. With Steve, Smash Mouth has sold over 10 million albums worldwide and topped the charts with two number one hit singles five uh five top 40 singles three top 100 or hot 100 singles four billboard 200 uh, albums and a grammy nomination not to mention the hundreds of film uh, film and television placements and of course those musical features in shrek he continued steve's iconic voice is one of the most recognizable voices from his generation. He loved the fans and loved to perform. Steve Harwell was a true American original, a larger-than-life character who shot up out of the into the sky like a Roman candle. Steve should be remembered for his unwavering focus and impassioned determination to reach the height of pop stardom. And the fact that he achieved this near impossible goal was very limited musical experience makes his accomplishments all the more remarkable his only tools were his uh, irrepre- uh, irrepresentable charm and charisma his fearless uh, reckless ambition and his kingside K. Jones whatever that means anyway Steve lived 100% full throttle life burning brightly before the universe burned out. What the, now the, the other news that I have in this again, will also be in the, um, the show notes is if you look at his personal life, uh, it's really kind of sad, it really is. um, Harwell had a son, and this is quoting from Wikipedia. Harwell had a son named Presley, who died aged six months in July of 2021 or 2001 from acute lymphomic leukemia and inspired the name for his father's disease prevention fund. Throughout most of his life, Harwell struggled with alcoholism. In 2013, he was diagnosed with cardiomyopia or opathy. And I can't even pronounce this next one, <laughs> um, which can affect functions such as speech and memory. He was hospitalized in 2017 for his cardiomyopathia, uh, leading the can- to the cancellation of a show. He later implied that he retired due to these problems hindering his ability to perform. Uh, Harwell died in his home in Boise, Idaho on September 4th, 2023, one day after his manager, Robert Hayes, announced he was in hospice for final stage liver failure. He was 54 years old in a tribute. He wrote, and we already covered this, Steve lived 100% full throttle life, burning brightly across the universe before burning out. Which is, I mean, kind of sad because it's 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 sad to see how especially the death of a child cuz i mean i can only imagine if my child were to die how what what direction my life would end up going and of course some people sadly turn to alcohol which helps numb the pain and i mean th- clearly thank god he didn't turn to drugs but um It's just it's it's sad to see. It honestly is. I I've I've loved Smash Mouth for years. I mean, uh, I remember when they did "I'm a Believer." I'm going, "Oh wow, this is a monkey's tune. This is great." And then you know, hearing it featured on the Shrek soundtrack, and of course, um, my absolute favorite song, uh, "Walking on the Sun." I I absolutely love Smash Mouth. I mean, they were they were great. I wasn't I, I will say I wasn't a huge, um, Jimmy Buffett fan. I mean, everybody knows Margaritaville, everybody, and of course the uh, the appearances he's made with like Jack Zach Brown Band, Alan Jackson, many more. Um, but Steve Harwell was definitely one of the bands that i followed pretty closely and i was a huge fan of but um i wanted to originally start this episode with margaritaville but i just couldn't find a short enough clip to do so and then end it with uh might as well be walking on the sun or You know, one of the other Smash Mouth songs that I absolutely loved, but, um, unfortunately was not able to, but anyhow, um, normally I, I, normally you guys know how I, uh, how I would end this show, but I'm going to do it a little differently as a tribute to Bob Barker, um, Take care, everyone. And don't forget, have your pets spayed or neutered. Till next time, everyone.